you are now about to experience the Revive Effect. My name is Matt Celestio, entrepreneur and holistic health specialist. And if you're ready to start your health journey but don't know where to begin, you are in the right place. At Revive, we create better ways of living for our generation by changing the conversation around health. Each episode shows you exactly how to build health into your life and you'll unlock tactics to improve your sleep, nutrition, anxiety, self-talk, and mind. Break free from quick fix culture. It's time you learn to love your body and ignite the fire that makes you feel like the real you again. Welcome to The Revive Effect. Okay, welcome to part three of our Revive Anxiety Masterclass, where we're diving into the digital world, what we call super stimuli, and how it's ramping up your anxiety and overwhelm at every moment. When we're talking about the digital world, we're talking about the time you spend in your social apps, in your TV shows, in your electronics. And this episode will help you understand the huge negative impact on your seemingly insignificant decisions within the digital world and how it's elevating your anxiety. And as a cherry on top, Mm, I am going to walk you through some easy and surefire ways to break free from your tech and digital addiction so you can stop feeling overwhelmed and anxious and start feeling more calm, level-headed, and in control. If you're tuning in here for the first time, I invite you to go back two episodes and listen to part one and two of this Anxiety Masterclass because right now, we're in part three and those other episodes can truly work wonders for your anxiety. So don't skip them. Go check them out. Seriously. Just go back wherever you're listening to this to two episodes, check out our website, you'll find it, just search Anxiety Masterclass and it'll come up. In part one, we talked about your psychological needs and how without meeting them, you're setting yourself up for constant anxiety. In part two, we spoke about how your food choices are potentially contributing to inflammation and how that increases your anxiety without you even knowing. But if you're here for part three, you've already listened to our other first two parts. I love that. Let's get into the meat potatoes. Mm, Okay. Our Revive Insiders, our students who have gone through our Live Better program, they understand that stress and anxiety is like a jug of water with a spout. They know what habits either fill up or drain their jug. What you need to know about this jug we're talking about is that one of the biggest keys to mastering your stress, anxiety, and burnout comes from this jug. Very simply for this episode, any practice that you do that brings you life, energy, calm, or happiness, that's filling your jug. Any practice that you do that drains you of life, energy, calm, or happiness, that empties your jug. When you're engaging with more practices that empty your jug and not being mindful and filling your jug back up, this is when the imbalance sets in. Anxiety creeps back up. Spiraling seems to come back in. That tightness in your chest, it sets in again. Your jug is too depleted. Our Revive Insiders know how to navigate their stress and anxiety like the back of their hand thanks to this jug practice that we work with within the Live Better program. But now, relating back to the topic of this episode, the digital world, super stimuli, and overwhelm, the digital world is more often than not a practice that is emptying your jug without you being aware of it. And as a result, you may be dealing with overwhelm, anxiety, spiraling, and you know what? I would even throw burnout in there as well. But don't worry, I got you, I got you. Today, I am going to take you by the hand and I'm going to walk you through the digital versus analog worlds and their link to anxiety, why we are so addicted to the tech world, and lastly, because I never leave you hanging, Mm. how to break free from your digital and tech addiction so you feel empowered over your anxiety, feel calm, in control, and freer. Let's get moving. 
When you look at our day-to-day -day lives, we're operating predominantly in two worlds, the digital world and the analog world. We spend an insurmountable amount of time in the digital world compared to the analog world. So let's get on the same page here. At any moment during this episode, when we're talking about the digital world, we are talking about the time you spend in your social apps, in your TV shows, in your electronics. The digital world is full of things that stimulate our minds by pulling us out of the real world and sucking us in. And the majority of the time that you're in the digital world, you're usually indoors as a nice little side note for you. But in the analog world, this includes things like reading, talking with your friends, hitting that gym, doing activities you like, like sports or even hiking. The analog world is where calm lives. It's where our body has evolved to thrive. The problem is though, as a generation, we spend majority of our time not in the analog world. We're practically living our entire lives in this digital world. To give you an example, people in 2022 spend on average seven hours per day on the internet alone. Seven hours. That's almost a third of your day, excluding the time that you sleep. So that number is actually probably close to half of your waking hours in the digital world. The average weekly time spent watching television in Canada last year was over 22 hours per week among adults aged 15 or sorry, 18 and older. And those, get this, those over the age of 55, they watch the most television per week at over 36 hours. This is a lot of time in the digital environment that your delicate brain and human biology has never experienced in all of humanity. The internet came out in the 80s, okay? Instagram came out 13 years ago. That's pretty recent considering our ancestors were just lighting fires and counting grass blades before to pass the time. So for your brain that has evolved over 200,000 years ago, this modern tech era has slapped your brain in the face with stimulation. Our brains weren't designed to handle this stimulation, this level of stimulation. For our brains trying to handle this digital world is like you having all four burners on the stove going all at once. It's chaos, it's mayhem. You're gonna burn the sauteed onions and your pasta water is gonna boil over, okay? It's just too much all at once. But now this, ladies and gentlemen, this is why I believe we are the most anxious, depressed, and fragile generations in human history. The digital world, okay, this is the answer. We are addicted to it, whether that's helping our mental health or it's hurting it. The digital world is full of super stimuli, and this is a word we're going to dive into deeper later in this episode, so stay tuned, keep that in the back of your mind, okay? The digital world is also, or it's also full of constant dopamine, constant stimulation, constant nabbing for your attention, notifications, videos, pictures, emails, four kinds of social apps, work profiles, Slack messages, meetings, etc., etc., etc. And this is the stuff we face on a daily basis. This isn't week to week. This is every day, every minute of our day. This is the digital world pulling us and nabbing for our attention. Now, according to a review published in Frontiers in Psychology, internet addiction has been found to be associated with depression, anxiety symptoms, and insomnia. Now, insomnia is when you can't sleep. So if you're saying, Matt, holy geez, that's me. You got me. That's exactly what I'm struggling with. You might be in the digital world way too much. Our brains were designed for the analog world. It's what we've evolved with. Why do you think you feel so peaceful and relaxed and clear when you're at a cottage or by the water or in a park? You're in your body's natural environment. Now, I talk about this a lot here at Revive. The more we act in alignment with our biology, the more calmer, healthier, and happier we will feel. Our biology is designed for natural settings, the analog world. Think about how you feel when you're on a beach vacation. 
when you're at that cottage getaway or that walk in the park, how do you feel? You're probably calm, chilled out, clear. That's exactly how you feel. But now think back to your first day back at work from your vacation or cottage getaway. Back to a world full of screens, notifications, overstimulating content, aka the digital world. You are now in an unnatural environment, an environment out of alignment with your biology. This is when the mind starts going a million miles a minute again. Shortness in your breath, it comes back. Your scatterbrain, the tightness in your chest, it suddenly appears. Things seem overwhelming. It's because you just went from an environment where your mind and body thrives into an unnatural environment that's making your brain live out life with four burners on the stovetop. It's chaos, it's mayhem. You're gonna burn the sauteed onions and your pasta water is gonna boil over. It's too much all at once. This goes back to our jug example. The more time you spend in the digital world, the more you're gonna drain your jug, which means the greater feelings of anxiety, overwhelm, and poor sleep, and even burnout that you're likely to experience. The more time you spend in the analog world, however, is the more you're gonna fill your jug. And this is where you start feeling more empowered over your anxiety. You feel calm, you feel in control, clearer and freer. And that simple shift in perspective can truly move mountains for you, even though it's that simple. Now, am I saying the digital world is all bad and you should avoid it like the plague? No, the digital world is incredible. I love it. It's where I call my friends for a night out, listen to podcasts that educate me. It's where I literally wrote the information to share these insights with you and connect with you on this podcast, whether you're in BC, New York, Australia. The problem with the digital world is when you don't break out of it, ever. It's all about the proper balance and knowing how to operate the digital and analog worlds just like our students of our Revive Live Better program so you can maintain control over your anxiety, stress, and overwhelm. So the first step to breaking free from this hyper-addictive, stimulating digital world starts with understanding why you are so addicted in the first place. And that, my friends, begins with understanding dopamine. Why are you so addicted to the digital world? Is it the likes that you get? Is it the entertainment that numbs your mind? Is it the hot characters on your nightly TV show? The answer is this, okay? Dopamine. Dopamine is a type of neurotransmitter and hormone responsible for you allowing you to feel pleasure, satisfaction, and motivation. When you feel good, mm, you know that feeling, you achieved something, you won something, you got something for free. It's because you had a huge surge of dopamine within the brain. Now, where dopamine relates to the digital world is the fact that the majority of habits that we engage with within this digital world, it drenches our brain with dopamine. Funny TikToks, dopamine hit. You receive a text from the guy that you're talking after 30 minutes of no reply, mm, dopamine hit. Comments from your Instagram selfie, dopamine hit. Your brain loves dopamine. Your brain wants to maximize dopamine because it feels great. So if your brain knows all it has to do to get more dopamine is to send you looking in the digital world, it's no surprise how easy it is to become addicted to our tech and this digital world. The problem is, though, that when your brain becomes reliant on this large amount of constant dopamine, it can affect your anxiety levels, even happiness and mood. Now, here's the thing. Science is showing that dopamine is more like a chemical of anticipation rather than when you get something, like after watching a TikTok or your TV show or getting the text from the guy you're talking to. Your brain actually rewards you with dopamine immediately before you engage in something pleasurable. Now think about it, okay? 
There's a mini rush when you check your phone and scroll through your notifications to see if that person texted you back. There's another mini rush when someone sends you a TikTok and you're waiting for it to load and see. You are anticipating a laugh. And just think about how open or when you open that Netflix app and you hear that intro sound. Mm, I know you just got excited hearing that. Your brain just got an anticipatory dopamine hit. These are all dopamine hits before you engage in that activity. This is the rush that reinforces the habits that give your brain the dopamine hit. This is why it's so easy to become addicted to the digital world and so difficult to break from it, even if it comes at the expense of your anxiety and your overwhelm. Dopamine takes over. Your brain chooses stimulation over calm every single time. Overstimulation is where anxiety lives because anxiety can't live in calm. But in our digital age, it's so easy for us to fill our days with dopamine-driven habits that drown out any chance of analog world time and where we can experience calm. Now, here's what you need to know about dopamine, okay? Dopamine triggers more dopamine. The more you engage in activities that give your brain the dopamine hit it's craving, the more you will seek out other activities that do the same. You might start your night by watching, you know, your nightly Netflix show. Dopamine hit. Then you know what? You need to grab some cookies from the pantry while you're watching. Another dopamine hit. And then you know what? It's not too exciting anymore. Let me scroll TikTok during the boring parts of my show when they're happening. Another dopamine hit. When your brain is given a choice, more often than not, it will gravitate towards the habits, actions, and decisions that maximize the amount of dopamine it gets. We do this even for decisions that are gratifying in the moment, even if it's short-lived and leads us to a feeling of emptiness when we're finished. Like we said, dopamine triggers more dopamine. And over time, as you engage with more activities that are constantly keeping your dopamine elevated, you become accustomed to this level of dopamine. And this is what the author of How to Calm Your Mind, Chris Bailey, calls your stimulation height. It's the level of mental stimulation and dopamine your mind is accustomed to living with. Now, here's where it gets tricky. The more you engage with very dopaminergic habits and practices, the more stimulating and dopaminergic habits you need to engage with in order to keep your mind and dopamine elevated. It's like, I know this is a bad example, but it's like those people who drink on a daily basis. It takes these people much more alcohol to get drunk compared to someone who rarely drinks. Their body views four glasses of wine as normal. Ah, just a Tuesday night. It's used to it. But now it needs six glasses to feel a buzz and actually eight to get drunk. They need more and more to just maintain a base level and to get a little bit above that. And your dopamine, in your dopamine levels, they act the same way. For someone who spends a lot of time in the digital world, whether that's texting, on social media, TV, email, shopping online, surfing the internet, even multitasking and doing all these things at once, guess what? Your stimulation height, aka the level of dopamine that you are accustomed to living with, is very high. Much higher than someone who may spend their time at cafes listening to music, reading in the room, or enjoying nice walks with podcasts. Now, am I saying that you can't ever check your DMs or watch a TV show? No. I'm not even saying that you're a bad person either. I do the same things. What I want you to take away from this is to understand that we need to control the level of stimulation we are engaging with in the digital world rather than mindlessly following whatever our brain is telling us to do to seek out more dopamine. That's where your anxiety and your stress and your overwhelm is where you lose control and your mind starts getting filled with those constant spiraling overwhelm thoughts. That's why our students of our Live Better program are always working to balance their stimulation height 
and level of dopamine with things within the analog world to reduce their anxiety, to bring down their level of overwhelm, to engage with habits that leave them feeling calm, energized, and fulfilled rather than feeling like their brain is fried and overworked. The simple understanding and lifestyle tweak that allows our students of Live Better to keep their mental well-being calm, clear, and in control is the fact that they understand how to operate the digital and analog worlds that surround them every single day. So with our solid understanding of how living in the digital world makes us feel anxious and living in the analog world makes us feel calm, paired with our understanding of how dopamine is the reason for us being unable to break away from the addicted digital world that we're in, you are ready for your next step. And let's dive into how to break free from your tech and digital addictions. So as we dive into this section, I want you to be aware of the stick of dynamite that is present in our digital world. It's what we mentioned earlier. It's called super stimuli. Super stimuli are one of the biggest reasons our digital world makes us incredibly and chronically anxious. Super stimuli are highly processed, exaggerated versions of the things we're naturally wired to enjoy. The more artificial, more desirable forms of the real thing. With the aspects of them, get this, designed to specifically spike the most amount of dopamine in your brain, keeping you coming back even at the expense of your anxiety and mental well-being. Rather than listening to a podcast that's longer in length, slow-paced, and still a form of entertainment, TikTok, which is a super stimuli, it blows podcasts out of the water, giving you fast laughs, entertainment, and an endless supply of new stimuli every 10 seconds. Instead of sharing a coffee with your friend at a cafe, which again, is more slow-paced, it's more one-on-one, texting, DMs, and social media, on the other hand, these are forms of super stimuli that lets you connect with 10 people all at the same time, always having an endless supply of conversation, dopamine hits, and more laughs. The digital world with these super stimuli provides you with alternatives to activities where calm lives, and that provides you with a more balanced release of chemicals within your brain, rather than just a huge spike of dopamine. Yes, we still enjoy hanging out with our friends or learning something new in a podcast that betters ourselves and our lives, but super stimuli provide us with more dopamine than anything else that we can spend our time on. And this is why we choose stimulation over these things, even at the expense of our anxiety and mental well-being. But we are addicted. How do you break free from this hyper-processed digital world so you can reduce your anxiety and feel calm, clear, and free? And here's the answer. The same way that dopamine triggers dopamine, calm triggers calm. You need to shift your balance from time engaging in the digital world and start living more in the analog world. Remember, the analog world includes things like reading, talking with your friends, hitting the gym, activities you like, sports, even hiking. The analog world is where calm lives. It's where your body has evolved to thrive. And the more time that you spend there, rather than overstimulated in the digital world, this will put you on the path to calm. I'll give you a real life example. I had the choice this Tuesday to watch TV, grab my phone, some chips, hit the couch, lounge around. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with this. I just had the choice to be driven by my dopamine habits within the digital world and choose stimulation and distraction versus what I actually chose to do. I chose to start the book that's been on my shelf for so long. I made a tea, I hopped into my desk chair that I'm sitting at right now, and I started reading. I opted for the analog world. Now, while I was reading, it elicited so many different feelings that I wouldn't have had watching TV. My mind felt more present and clear reading the pages. 
I was able to stay more focused. And I was even having more positive thoughts and desires to seek out more positive behaviors that night and later in the week. I remember reading and I thought, you know what, maybe I should stretch later tonight. Maybe I should wrap up my night with some meditation. And I got to make more plans to be active this Saturday morning. I have the morning free. So you can see that in the same way that dopamine makes you seek more dopamine, in the same way that stimulation makes you seek more stimulation, positive grounding analog behaviors will make you seek out more positive grounding and analog behaviors. I was in a much more mindful, positive and optimistic mind frame. I felt in control rather than reactive as I usually do if I was spending all my time in the digital world. And you have the power to do the exact same thing. We have the time for the activities that make us calm. The reality is we just don't have the patience to adjust to a lower stimulation height. One of the greatest ways to break free from your tech and digital addictions that is chronically elevating your anxiety is to lower your stimulation height through something called a dopamine fast or a stimulation fast. This involves shifting your balance from time, engaging in predominantly the digital world and starting to live in a more analog world. Engage with more activities like getting into nature, moving your body, reading, have no phones around when you're with your friends or your partner. Whatever the thing is, again, it's entirely personal to your likes and preferences. If it's in the analog world, it can work wonders for your anxiety and especially because you're not plugged in. By stepping away, aka fasting from the super stimulating activities that drench your brain in constant dopamine like binge watching shows, scrolling on social for an hour at a time, or constantly checking your phone for notifications, and then stepping into the analog world more, something really special happens for you. You lower your reliance on dopamine. You lower the level of stimulation that you're accustomed to. And remember, we spoke about this. This is called your stimulation height. And by doing this, it helps you move closer into calm, less anxiety, less spiraling. This is one of the major keys our students in our Live Better program have mastered after we go over it. And it's one of the reasons I believe is a strong factor in a lot of our students alleviating their anxiety and improving their mood almost in an instant. They know how to navigate both the digital and analog worlds to keep their mind happy, peaceful, and in control. Now, I will warn you, shifting to the analog world is tough, okay? You're giving up dopamine. Things will be boring. Will you feel like something's missing? Yes, you probably will. You just need to adapt to the analog world. Give it time and stay mindful and consistent. Heck, I remember when I did my dopamine and stimulation fast for 30 days. I remember on like day two, I scratched my head going, oh man, am I bored? I'm so bored. Even when I was engaging in analog activities like reading, writing podcasts, or listening to my vinyl collection, my brain kept trying to make me seek out stimulation. I had to try so hard not to check my notifications, not to text someone, not to work on my business. But over time, it seamlessly got easier. It took about a week, to be honest with you, so give yourself a little bit of grace period and be gentle with yourself through the process. And about a week in, and then especially after the 30 days, the tightness and the shortness, or the tightness in my chest and the shortness in my breathing, really, it went away. My brain fog cleared up. It's when my sleep started improving. It's when my mind stopped feeling more anxious and I started feeling more present and grounded. Like I said, you can do this too. And it all starts with stepping away from the digital world and into the analog world. You need to find a proper balance between the two. Now, I know it might seem like a lot to start out going cold turkey with this dopamine and stimulation fasting. And you're probably saying, Matt, there's no way I can do this. 
I'm going to offer you two solutions to kickstart your success in ridding your anxiety and overwhelm. Now, number one is to click the link in the show notes below and listen to and join our six-week Live Better program where we walk you through this exact process. You'll get step-by-step guidance as to how to implement all these tactics into your life. Each week covers a different tactic, but where you'll love the program is when you dive into the weeks that touch on week two, how to avoid negative influence and toxic environments, week five, find inner peace, zen out and master your anxiety, and week six, supercharge your sleep and wake up feeling refreshed. You're going to love these. These are all linked to your anxiety, so our Live Better program will walk you step-by-step through each of these weeks and more. So check out that link and click the link in the show notes wherever you're listening to this too, and I'll see you within the program. And FYI, the program is self-paced, it's private, and it's entirely online. Now, the second solution to kickstart your success in ridding your anxiety and overwhelm starts with what I call owning your morning. Your morning holds the power to set the tone for the day you're going to have. If you're waking up and scrolling in bed for social or with social media for 20 minutes, then you're going to eat breakfast watching YouTube, and then you drive to work only to sit down at your desk and catch up at emails and texts all day, you're playing catch up all day. From the moment you wake to the moment you sleep, you're reactive. Your brain is not in control. But on the flip side, what if you gave your brain the time it needed to wake up and ease into the day with no screens? What if instead you set an intention? You were more mindful. Start your morning with things that fill you up rather than drench your brain in dopamine and deplete you and make you anxious. Stretch, make a tea, walk, journal, listen to music. Start your day intentionally and deliberately in the analog world and you can literally feel the difference as you go throughout your day versus if you did the former. Slow, analog, and intentional mornings lead to deliberate, calm, and clear days. So throughout this masterclass, we've looked at part one, the link between your unmet needs and anxiety. Part two, food, mood, and inflammation. And now we've wrapped up part three, the digital world, super stimuli, and overwhelm. This can all be very overwhelming to take action on. I totally understand. Now, yes, you can use the tactics and solution we've covered in here just in our short time together throughout these audios. But if you're looking for more step-by-step guidance and a done-for-you framework to start feeling more in control of your self-talk, well-being, and anxiety, you will greatly benefit from our Live Better program, just as our many students before you have. Amanda, one of our incredible Live Better graduates, said, I started off this program very unsure about how to fix my self-talk and surrounding environments in a positive way without being self-destructive. I feel like this program gave me tons of healthy tools to navigate my self-talk, environments, and anxiety in a way that's actually beneficial to my health. My life after this program and its useful advice has helped me shift towards a healthier mindset and alleviating my anxiety, which will continue to be something that will be improving. Amanda, you rock. Thank you for that amazing testimonial. And if you're listening right now or you're watching right now, you all have the power to do the same thing and all you need to do is show up to the program. Imagine yourself six weeks from now, calm, clear, less anxious and in control. The Live Better program guides you through six weeks, step by step, so you start feeling exactly like this. Starting out with mastering your negative self-talk, your mind work and intentions. Then we jump into tactics to find inner peace, zen out and master your anxiety. All the way to science-backed practices that supercharge your sleep and help you wake up feeling refreshed. And there's so much more in the program. It's a program like no other, like you've never experienced. And I say that. I know I'm biased, but I say that with such confidence. If you are interested, click the links in the show notes or in our bio wherever you're listening to this too and begin today. 
Health and well-being should be accessible to everyone, which is why we made the program so affordable so that anyone can join. Have a look below, click the link in the bio, the show notes, wherever you're listening to this too, and get started with Revive and Live Better today. I'm looking so forward to you and seeing you within the Live Better program. Thank you for sharing your time with us throughout our exclusive Revive Anxiety Masterclass. Send these episodes or link to the person or the people that pop into your head that you think need to hear these messages and insights. We want to serve as many people as we can. And by sharing our content, you get to be a part of our movement to create a better way of living for our generation. Thank you for tuning in.